Delaney. And it's Katie, and this is Classically Black Podcast. Where we talk all things classical music and be black in the profession. With trap beats playing in the background. Buenos dias. You know oh. what? You know what my new thing should be? I'm going to try to find a new way to say hello every week. Now, am I going to remember next week? Don't know. But I normally say guten tag. Not say I say buenos dias. So, you know. Bonjour. Listen, no, let me not ruin them. I'm gonna, I'm gonna meet you. Are oh, go, Konnichiwa. Nihao. I should do like, I should do like African languages. It's classically black. Habari. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's classically black. Got Dr. Umar on my shoulder. Why we using the, why we using the colonizers? Don't do that, the lady. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't. Do not. Do not. If anybody else and I'll be doing something. <laughs> Girl, you talking about an isolated incident. You first of all Okay, okay. let's not go into this. I'm not, okay, not an isolated not, incident. But okay, you're talking about you. an isolated it's person. It's only it's, that person. It's literally not. But it okay. literally is. Are you kidding? Alright, Katie. Yo. Alright, let's just because yeah, because it's only we'll one just wait to the next one and we'll see what excuse you you come up with. There today. hasn't been a next one forever. I said it's always been this. I person. said we'll wait until there won't be. Okay, sure, that's fine. I know it's inevitable. Anyway, wow. news this week. <laughs> Besides that, um, news this week. Uh, three employees at the Long Beach Opera have announced um their resignation in a joint open letter uh to the organization the employees are dr daryl akin who is the associate artistic director and chief impact officer elijah seneas who is uh, the engagement and education coordinator and alexander gideon who is the minister of culture so in this letter that they um released they cited four major reasons um for their resignation from the organization um obviously this is not normally the way we see people leave jobs people usually just leave jobs so obviously this is like a story and something that they felt the need to share mm-hmm. um publicly so those those four major regions they cited were a culture of misogyny um, a sustained pattern of racial tokenism a lack of defined values and principles and a structural failure to process uncomfortable feedback um so they elaborated um, on each of those reasons in the letter which of course i would link in the description if you want to read it in full um but they stated that the environment at the long beach opera is one where women are marginalized silenced and devalued and that the work of women is not honored uh by the upper leadership they also disclosed that women have been leaving um the organization to find better jobs because it's a toxic work environment for them mm-hmm. um they stated that two years ago, women comprised of about 60% of um, the the staff there and people of color were about 50%. Um, since then, 12 people have left the company and 50% of those people have been women and 58% were people of color um, who have left in the, in the past two years. Um, like I said, they've also... 
Um, they also said that there was racial tokenism um, involved. They said that they've addressed this with leadership, um, but the problem is endemic and indicative of larger issues, um, such as a lack of um, of required skill and commitment to devise a cohesive leadership model and a lack of initiative to authentically share power in the leadership structure. Um, that's um, important because they also said that um, the last six major hires that the company uh, conducted have all been white men. So it's kind of what that, that whole situation or that that whole thing that we've we've talked about a million times is that like y'all will hire people but when it comes to major hires mm-hmm. um decision making hires it's, it's still the same old same old mm-hmm. um other than that i want to you know y'all can read the thing for yourself there's a lot more and i'm just sort of giving the major um bullet points um one of the reasons why they say that some of these um, issues are sticking out is because there are unclear values in the organization. Um, uh, the company, the company values and principles are not clear, um, and the jobs that they were um, hired for um, are not the jobs. Excuse me, um, are not the jobs that they have the ability not ability for themselves but the ability in the environment that they that's been made there um in the space to execute um and so they've had a really hard time uh sort of trying to create that environment for themselves um at the organization um so they decided to out of um for for a number of reasons um one of the reasons is because they they hope to implore the organization to get better um is why they decided to resign in an open letter um what's crazy about this to me besides like all the other stuff i mean which is not really crazy because it's literally stuff that like that those be the reasons people be leaving these jobs regardless they just don't be saying so Mm -hmm. um but that some of them are not like they're all leaving at different like dates um, and so they, they put their dates, like what the dates that each of them are leaving in the letter. And the latest one is in June. I was like, dang. What? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, was, I was like, dang, you put this letter out of you working there for, <laughs> for three more they months. They must still be remote. <laughs> Got to be. I mean, because even that, you meetings and stuff. Yeah. Um, because, you know, they're they're each staying there through certain, like, productions. Mm. um and certain certain major things in their um in their uh that are under their like purview in their job like um one of them is is filming um I, i'm guessing this is a production that they're filming um another one is is involved in some educational programming with the long beach uh, unified school district so they're like staying mm. through those things but yeah the latest date is june 25th i was like dang they must have really felt it's like, well, I wonder how, what, what it's like to go uh, back to work after something like that. Like, you you know, the block was hot on Monday. Especially because one of the things that they cited was, um, a, a, like, a, what do they refer to it as? A structural failure to process uncomfortable feedback. If anything is uncomfortable feedback, I believe this falls <laughs> under the category. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Shout out to them. Was that? 
First of all, I saw you know they ain't no punks. They were like, I, we said what we said. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? Like, this is one of those things that, so, that low-key broke into, like, not just, um, a lot, like, some things, a lot of, like, major outlets have things that cover classical music, but apparently this uh, story was covered by The Root. Hmm. Which, if you don't know, the root is a is a um a black publication. So like, I mean, low key do sound like tea. I ain't gonna, huh? I will cover it too. It's low key, okay, low key tea. <laughs> because it's like, yeah, like the Los Angeles Times covered it and stuff like major, but th- those are people that be having like performing guards, like staff people, like that's what they what they report on. But like the root ain't. It's not every day. You hear that you uh get classical music story in a root. Unfortunately, it's this one. So, I wonder how that happened. Like, was it a snow slow news day? Okay, not slow. News. I mean, it can't be. I mean, no day is a snow, slow news day in apocalyptic America. So, I guess not. But also, okay. Maybe because of the, maybe, the the content, like the reasons why they, yeah, yeah. So, um, if you want to read this, um, oh, by the way, this. Sorry, I was um. Um, the letter actually was submitted to. This is even crazier because this is not new. Like this didn't just happen. The letter was just made public, but the letter, the date on the letter is December 11th, 2021. So that's when they, so I guess they've had plenty of time to settle that within the organization. I wonder if they still leaving. Huh? I wonder if they still leaving. Um... I mean, I would, I would think so since they, they just made the letter public. Cause like if they waited all this, they waited three months to make the letter public, and then they were like, "Oh, actually, we stand." Like I feel like that would be kind of, that would be kind of sus. Yeah, I mean, Um, also imagine having to post some jobs. You gonna have to be job, like you can't post some jobs for a minute. Who gonna who gonna apply? I mean, all white men. Okay, well, yeah, (laughs) pretty much. Um. The first person, their date has already passed. So the first person that was that was resigning, so they probably already got a new job, because mm-hmm. they um the the date that they that their resignation was effective was January eighth. Um, the second person was May thirty first, and the third is uh, like I said, June twenty fifth. Um, and then um, I will also link um one of the one of the employees wrote a personal letter um from their own point of view. And so I will link that as well. Um, so if you want to read the reasons why, some in-depth reasons why um, they chose to leave the position. But yeah, um, I at this point have not seen any like official response um, about this. Hopefully they can so, set up something. Um, yeah. I know that they did um they did uh cancel one of the performances that um I think one of them was associated with. But you know, I'll keep my little eye out so we can see um 
what's going to unfold. Hmm. But yeah. Send us a sweet. I'm sure a lot of organizations want to write an open letter. I'll get to it. I mean, people people need people want their jobs. And that's that's to be respected. Sometimes, sometimes people just stay because they don't have a choice. Yeah, it's true. All right, so we're gonna do listens lately <clears throat> today for the intermission. There is a quick turnaround between when you heard the last episode and today, and I couldn't think of nothing. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate the honesty. I was like, okay, let me think of it. I got too much on my two. I got to learn my 28 excerpts. I actually, I mean, okay, that's dramatic. But to me, Jen, Jen was like, no, Katie. But to me, to I, if you asking for Beethoven 2, you asking for C to D. I to L, da, da da da. That's four excerpts. That's not one excerpt. That's how I count them because that means I can't play them all at the same time. So that means that's separate. So I got like twenty eight of them plus everything else I got going on. My brain is cloudy, but y'all don't care about that. Y'all want to hear what the, the intermission? So you want to go first? You want me to go first? Um, I can go first. Okay. Um, well, I just found out today that um george clinton is coming out of retirement and parliament funkadelic is going on tour so um in honor of that i'll do my first listens lately um um called night of the thumpasaurus people by parliament excited i've part of me wants to definitely wants to go um just because i mean george clinton is turning 80 this year who knows like it's probably gonna be the last time you'd be able to see him but also i hate crowds so i don't know <laughs> but yeah it's like i i was thinking about that i like the energy okay if you know me in real life you know i'm very lazy i could put little put little energy together for viola sometimes and like my projects and stuff but like if I could lay in, day in bed for three weeks, like, I would do it. It's so fun doing nothing. And so I love the energy of concerts. I just don't like the standing part. Like, when I used to listen to Nicki Minaj, and she had me standing on that hill, my calves burning for an hour and a half, two hours, that was my last concert. And that was, like, in 2014. I can't, like, why can't we sit down and enjoy Beyonce? I don't understand, like, maybe because I'm used to be cl- classical music. Like, no, ain't nobody, like, on their head, you know, during the development. But it's just, like, that's the part. I don't, I'm not trying to have my feet burning. I don't, I'm not trying to stand up the whole time. What was the point of buying this te- the seat? Okay. That's my thing. Because a lot of people, like, I would want to see um, Meg in person for sure. Um, Essence Fest has happened this year. I thought about it for three seconds, and I was like, "Hey, you ain't going to Essence Fest." But you should go. I just don't know. You don't the like crowds? Like they make you anxious. I don't like. I don't. Well, I don't like leaving my house to begin with. 
I gotta get out of bed, then I gotta go outside of my room, then outside of my house, and then, oh my gosh, then I gotta travel to, like, it's just too many things in a row, I just really don't know. Not in a row. Like, I just Sorry. really don't know. It's just I mean, let me go with somebody, me. go with an accountability partner. Oh my God, but then that means I would have to commit to doing it, so. This, uh, lady on TikTok, I, um, resonated with her, she was like, um, she was like, I'm an introvert. And I was like, me too. Let me listen. And she was like, um, Yeah, so you could learn what to regurgitate <laughs> when you pretended to be an introvert. Shut up. So, <laughs> oh my gosh. So she was like, I saw the flyer for a boat party. And so I sent it to the group chat and I immediately regretted it. And then she, Katie, you, li- okay. And then she was like, Then she was like, Dang, now I gotta, um, now like okay but maybe they don't want to go and then they like they all sent me the money to buy the tickets and i was like dang now i really gotta go and then she was like dang i got a carpool she's a little bit more introverted than me because she was like she had her social she said like she has a, like a lot of people in the comments too were saying like their social timer runs out that's not me like if i'm at a if i'm at a function i don't have to pull aside to like re even though every time i'm at an event people ask me like people do be asking me like what's wrong i'm like girl i'm just observing like or you know, I'm or I'm alive at a party. This is not introversion though. That's like it just I, right. That's what I'm saying. So she was saying that she has to like pull herself away because her social timer will start running out, which is why she always drives herself. So she, when she's ready to go, she goes. But um, uh, I forgot why I brought that up. But oh yeah, she went. She ended up going because she sent it to the group chat. So that means she had to go. So you know, send it to your mama. And you have to go. You don't miss it. Exactly. Which is why I'm not doing that. <laughs> <sighs> okay, girl. Um, one of the four thousand things I have to learn. I like. I understand I'm a musician. I have to learn things, but like, I don't understand why I have to learn so many things. And like, I don't don't question it. I just I know. But like, all of a sudden, I got all this stuff to learn. One of the things I'm learning is the Schubert um, string quintet so i've been listening to that a lot lately and like oh, that's my damn when i tell you schubert wrote that viola part because sometimes sometimes like for example like the smetna like his first string quartet you know like sometimes the viola just does like dumb stuff like like why are we doing that it's like it's never like okay that's not the smetna is actually not a good example because it opens with the viola solo so that's not fair but it's like there's some quartets like when when the when the viola does not have the melody it's doing all the harmonic heavy lifting and it's a freaking annoying second violin second violin chilling cello thump thump thumping first violin in the stratosphere and then the viola and it's like why we gotta do that and it's like everything even s5 will look at my music be like yo i'm like yo right but i feel like this one's way more balanced and also um Second violin has a lot of work as well. But anyway, viola. Oh, yeah, I'll be showing out. Okay, here it goes. This is like past the opening because don't, don't know if we're going to hear that. Okay. <laughs>
me and Estefan be cutting up. I have so much fun. Estefan knows part really well. So he's he's really playing and like it's just so much fun. It's actually a lot of fun. Um I'm trying to dissuade um I'm trying to dissuade us from doing the whole thing because uh time, but that that's to no avail. I think we're gonna learn a lot of it. But like it on your recital? No ma'am. I haven't been worried about it. I haven't even been thinking about recital because you know I've done a little lecture recital, so I'm gonna worry about it. Okay, be doing a yeah. If I was doing a lecture inside, I would just talk the whole time. And mar- marching, let me know. Why am I saying real names? It don't matter. Marching, you can literally you don't know who works the oven. You can look it up. It's online. The, uh, marching was trying to tell me he's like, okay, so we have to figure out like the percentage of playing to talk. And I'm like, marching ninety ten. Uh, well, ten ninety. <laughs> I was like, girl, ninety five five because. <laughs> It's giving. I'm an artist diploma student. I'm not, it's not DMA. He's like, well, we'll, we'll see. And I'm like, marching, marching. Like, come on, what? But um, yeah. So a date on that? Oh uh, well, you know, you know, time is subjective. Well, right. But what is on? What's going to be printed on the paper? Oh, that's see, I don't know because it depends on like the the ether and and. The okay. Star well, give alignment. me your best. Whatever was scheduled with the with the school oh spring summer joggers okay right but in the month sorry the month sorry my wi-fi been acting so the great. month the moth no like a month fly type of vibe the month spring summer oh that's a month yeah it's new because they don't oh okay so they had to you yeah. oh right <clears throat> Okay, Katie. <laughs> we both know I'll be there, so <laughs> I don't even know why we're playing this game. And you know what? Just to bring this back around, actually, no, 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 I'm not about to do that. I'm not to do that, even though this is the third delusional thing you done said, and it's only been 22 minutes. So, <laughs> um, I'm just gonna move on to my second. I've said situation. I don't know about, but okay. Okay, the, what we just opened with what you claim to be isolated incident, even though... Okay, I said an isolated person. Not. I changed it. To okay, right. Person. Okay, isolated person still not true. It's true. Um, okay. Uh, two, <laughs> you being an introvert. How many air quotes <laughs> you got? That was like seven questions. <laughs> yes, because that's how many it deserves. <laughs> I am an introvert. Okay, Katie. Um, am I the most introverted person you know? I'm not a recluse. But I'm not... But, you know, she gives introverts. No, I don't. <laughs> you should see my mom's face. My mom literally was like, Katie? <laughs> see, that's not fair. I be loud and people be like, you're not an introvert. That's not fair. It's not just that you loud. I spend a lot of time around you. I mean, I'm not saying I know. Because that'd be different. Like, I know you. <laughs> okay, so let's do this real quick, real quick, right? Let's do this. Oh my gosh! On a spectrum, it's funny because no, because okay, who tell me who knows you that agrees with you? I haven't, I haven't, I haven't. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly, exactly. No, 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 no. I feel like exactly. Nikki doesn't agree. Okay, to be fair, I've had this conversation with Nikki. Nikki doesn't agree. All right, Nikki, but, the the person that knows you arguably the best <laughs> of your friends, but. She did say, I don't think, she's like, she thinks, she thinks I'm like in the middle, right? She, th- she thinks I give Amber, and Nikki said that, okay? Nikki. Also, Nikki don't live in my mm-hmm. mind. 
Yeah, because in your mind, I mean, good thing, because somebody has to be reasonable. Okay. <laughs> I am very reasonable. Am I the most reasonable person in the world? No. Okay, Katie, why do you always jump to that? <laughs> because I think I'm a scared. You literally just spent like a full two minutes mm-hmm. pretending not to hear me say months. <laughs> And, and claiming that spring summer <laughs> was a new month so <laughs> let's let's just let's just um not, uh, how soon we forget what we just came off of talk about moves, i'm very reasonable time moves forward <laughs> what's your second one um i recently rewatched uh sweeney todd because i forgot i used to be obsessed with sweeney todd um and all the music is very very good it was really hard for me to figure out which um song i was gonna play so then i just settled on the opening theme it's the only song that doesn't have words so i was just like okay i'm gonna play this um and i didn't have to choose between you know all the different like all the cast of who i was gonna play so here is the opening uh title to sweeney todd the soundtrack. It's giving organ. <laughs> that was it. Yep. Because a lot of it is like really quiet. So. Okay. Um, my next one is called um. My next one is called finesse. It's one of my favorite songs right now because, um, I think it's terrible advice, but <laughs> it's the advice I'm taking. Um, it's by this uh, Nigerian artist called Fields Buju. I don't know. Um, most of it's in Yoruba, but it's a jam. So here it is. And I've been living fast life, but I see it in slow. Oh no. And you see my lifestyle, I got J's in the dub. See many people there outside where they feed man's obo. Oh no, I'm me a standy defender like Joseph Yobo. But girl say she want Netflix and chill. So I chatty get even warning. If you fall in love, Kelly Satin. You go to breakfast, I'm not capping. Can you see dripple, I'm not catching. I'm not faking this, no fugazi. You see these feelings, I'm not catching. I'm a quest and feet, I just want it. If I broke, not my business. You know what? That's a word. And people been doing little trends on TikTok like <clears throat> bank account five hundred dollars, tickets to this concert five hundred dollars, and be like, if I broke, not my business. And you know what? 
the world is ending the ice caps are melting the sea levels are rising tomorrow's not guaranteed listen buy the bag babe okay period <laughs> should have um, seen Jen's face when I said that yesterday <laughs> cause it's not that's not a bit <laughs> I mean I personally the trauma financial trauma I've been through I would never do that I don't foresee me doing that but mm-hmm. um, cause rent is gonna be due every first I feel like the world will be over and they still gonna send a little email so right well, I, I love that for y'all girls. Some dude said I'm gonna I'm spend money because money always comes back to me, and I'm like, my money be getting rerouted. So until then, uh, uh, <laughs> that's what I say. Um, I saw this one thing, and it was like, um, it was just saying like how that's kind of a gender thing, like how men sort of think of money more like a stream, and women think of it as a pond, like yeah, a pond goes up crazy. and down, and a stream just keeps flowing mm-hmm. money goes out comes in but i think that's just like um just from generations of us not having really control mm-hmm. over our money yeah um yeah okay so my last um listen is called whereabouts by stevie wonder um it's from one of his 80s albums and he has um his sound changed a lot in the 80s and so like um and it's like a mid mid 80s i forget which it's on in square circle which is like overjoyed so it's probably the most popular song people know off of that album and part-time lover but um this is a song that kept coming up on my shuffle and i was like hey sis and now i've been listening to it nonstop. so um yeah it's called whereabouts My last one um, <clears throat> is Hello by Erica Badu. Hello, hello, hey, hello, hello. 
Okay, challenge. Leave your phone unlocked and right side up. Walk out the room without throwing your bitch off balance. It's either on or off, ain't no in-between when it's valid. I seem to want to talk more and more about what really matters. I've seen my aura hop out my torso and hit her backwards. Flip watching you skip down my corridor, fuck a ballad. Don't need shit on the side no more, I just know fuck a salad. I often have awesome thoughts of tossing this softer palette. So when we fall any walk... That's that. Okay, period. Moving on. Mm-hmm. Well, this week, here we go. Um, <laughs> so a little while ago, a couple of weeks ago, um, we got an email to our inbox with the subject that says, The world premiere of Emmett Till, a new American opera at the Gerald W. Lynch Theater slash opening night um and i skimmed the email and i promptly closed it and went on about my life (laughs) 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 about a week or two later um on i was scrolling on twitter as i am doing about 19 hours a day at this point okay um i'm literally it really does not matter what time you add me i will respond in about five minutes (laughs) you know what i read on twitter too much when i would scroll for like 10 minutes and then i seen stuff that i saw that morning and i'm like okay we gotta like my stuff starts my time i start running out you guys all do that yeah but th- apparently if you push those little those little sparkles in the in the top right corner it puts your thing in uh, in chronological order really yeah i just learned that because people was mad about it so it's not people don't don't like it in chronological order or they want no, oh, so they was mad at the opposite like they was mad that they that they wasn't in chronological order so they added that so you could sort it whichever way you want hmm. um but i haven't tried it because that just reminded me um I but i was yeah. i was i was scrolling on twitter as i usually do and i saw a tweet um by playbill about said opera and you know it was going a little baby viral there was people literally begging in the quotes and the replies to please take this down girl this is not giving like all of that like people within the community with and i mean like the opera classical music world but like this is one of those things that went like beyond that like just Mm everybody was like girl this is actually very terrible why would you do this um and i feel like i should um give you a little bit of background and you will see even you know more so of why people feel this way so um like i said this was the world this they were promoting the world premiere of emmett till a new american opera um which is a performance that was conceived by playwright and librettist Claire Koss and a composer Mary D. Watkins, which is a, a reimagining of the events around the lynching of Emmett Till, um, which was a major catalyst for the civil rights movement. The opera explores themes of social justice, white silence, and allyship. Um, it is told through the eyes. Uh, through the eyes of the opera's sole fictional character. A young white teacher who is sympathetic but silent. 
and the bravery of Emmett's mother, Mammy Till Mobley, and her lifelong crusade to seek justice for her son and encouraging the world to tell his story. Um, the librettist Clara Koss was a college student at the then segregated LSU, which was not too far from Mississippi, when Till was murdered. Um, and says that she was haunted by uh, his story and decades later was inspired to create a work from it. Um, it's based off of her award-winning play, Emmett, Down in My Heart. Um, so Claire Cross is white, if you did not know. And um, that has been a huge factor in this um, in this story because obviously a lot of people were seeing this and there are a lot of levels here but a lot of people were seeing this and the outrage was one coming from like girl do we really need an opera about this and two uh do we really need an opera about this written by a white woman and three do we really need an opera about this written by a white woman who made up another white woman to tell the story <laughs> from the point of view from father god okay since then there has been a petition um which i by the time this episode comes out we will know the outcome of this petition um but as of right now there's been a petition um that has thousands of signatures um begging them to cancel this production um and so i guess we will have an update um and if not like i said by the time this is out you could just look it up because it'll be it'll be done um but yeah, so first, how did you hear about this and what were your initial thoughts? So I heard about it on Twitter. Um, a little bit of classical music seeped into my Twitter. Um, and so sorry. You said what? I said I'm so sorry. I mean, <laughs> the, only cla- yeah, the only classical music t- my Twitter sees is if, I comp- if I'm complaining about an excerpt, if I'm interacting with you. Or Jen. Well, well, no, you troll me on. No, you don't troll me, but like when you tried to get me back for that feather star, I was like, Mm-mm. um. And then every yeah, I don't see a lot on my Twitter. But anyway, I saw I saw it on Twitter, and to be honest, like at first, I did not pay it much mind because one, I don't I I don't consume stuff like that. Like the I was on Delaney. The last traumatic black telling I saw was Twelve Years a Slave. And I said I'm never I'm not doing that ever again like this obsession with like recreating reimagining i've never been a fan of because like like even growing up like when black history month came along instead of like celebrating black people we would just watch like all the mlk movies which traumatized me as a child um so i I just i scroll past it i was like here's another thing because also a show that's popular right now it's like women of the movement and I, i don't understand why people like it like i'm sure the acting is really good and stuff like that but it's just like I don't understand why y'all would watch a TV show about Emmett, Emmett Till from from her, his mother's perspective. So I didn't. I honestly, my initial thoughts were like, "Why are they doing this?" And I just kept on about my day. I didn't think anything. I didn't really look into it further until the topic of this episode came up. <laughs> because I'm telling you, like, there's a tr- the trauma around that. Like, especially like growing up and have to watch like my friend malcolm selma lord selma every february like it just traumatized like a second grader should not be watching <laughs> like i thought the kkk were gonna show up at my house you know what i'm saying so it's just like i just like i don't i don't do it i don't do the civil rights era 
media stuff. It just, it just, I can't do it. I don't, I don't have, I don't have it. What about you? I mean, I am interested in the civil rights era for a number of reasons. Um, fictional things, I don't really see the point in engaging with personally. Like the Watsons not go really to Birmingham? Something. Like that? Huh? Like that? Like the Watsons go to Birmingham? I forgot about Watsons go to Birmingham. I mean, that's like a kid's thing, though. So, like, I mean, I read that years ago. Yeah. So, um, well, you watch. I don't even remember. Yeah, I don't even remember. I just that that name. I'm like, oh, I remember. Watch it's like a fourth grade yeah. book, which is crazy. Yeah. You see how much I, that's what I'm talking about. I feel like this is this is not. I understand we need to know our history, but like that's not fourth grade stuff. I mean, obviously it's like water. I forgot what the what the climax of that book was, but why? I don't know. I, you have to know your history. I understand. I'm not saying that, but it's just like it's just so normal. Like read like the Addy books from American Girl Dolls. It's like, oh yeah, let's just read about how black people were. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I don't remember the, the details of Watson School to Birmingham. So I don't remember whether like necessarily being like traumatized by it. And I think, well, my, the school that I went to had, a, had a really, uh, maybe the difference is that I had a, a, a balance. Mm um we did it like black history month was was um a lot of celebration so oh see um i I didn't necessarily feel bogged down with a lot of negative information um but yeah like i didn't know about that that there was a show about about the about Mammy Till, mm-hmm. which yeah, I too would would probably. I think I heard of that, but I didn't really. You know, it wasn't something that piqued my interest, so I kept. Now I might watch a documentary about it if I'm in the headspace, or read something about it, just because I think, um, like I said, I'm I'm interested in the civil rights movement for for a number of reasons. I'm interested in civil rights movement because I'm interested in post civil rights movement, which to me is very interesting. That's now that's because a lot going. So I'm interested in the civil rights movement in relation to that Mm -hmm. because I'm like, how did we get here? Post civil (laughs) rights, it's a lot. We're gonna talk about Um, this all the time because our parent, our mothers act similar like that. Yeah, and it's interesting. It's very interesting. Your mom and my mom. I think a lot of stuff from my mom comes from her being an immigrant, but still they act so similar with certain stuff it's just like yeah some there some was lost in translation during that era yeah um so but like i said when i first came across this email i closed it right back up because i was like girl because i had a similar situation like here the seattle opera is doing an opera called blue and it's a black opera and i was like oh period black people i'm about to go to this and then i read the synopsis and and now it's it's oh it's a black family, but then so and so's son uh, got killed by the police. I said I'm not watching this. Yeah. I'm not going to see this because it's like I could turn on the news and see that, and right. I don't need to hear y'all sing about it. Like what I feel do you like think the instrumentation would be the what? What do you think the instrumentation would be like when the at the moment? I think it's like a. You already know it's gonna be it's gonna be like a crash symbol and like a roll yeah, on just, the. I just, yeah, I just yeah, forget. I don't want to see y'all like, make art out of that. Like I just, I don't know. It's like I'm interested in history and I like to see like how people like interpret that, but I just don't really think that we need to make things like that up. 
because they happen enough. Mm-hmm. They happen way more often than they ought to. So I'm a little with that. I'm a little. I don't know. But then, like, you also have, like, for example, people like Anthony Davis, who has, like, pioneered, like, this political opera sort of subgenre and has been really good at it. And so I actually have, I I found out that the Central Park Five opera is playing near me this weekend. And I'm very conflicted because I'm like, I feel like, you know, sometimes you want to go see stuff just because you don't know when it's going to come around again or whatever, especially like operas. You just don't know. But at the same time, I'm like, I do not want to see nothing about the Central Park Five right now. I just don't. <laughs> so it's like, it's like really, really hard because on one hand, it's like tell black stories, but it's like, okay, girl, like we get it like you know like can we tell some black stories about people being happy That's so good. Yeah. yeah so yeah so that's where a lot of people um had issues with and also just like i can see how people from outside or just people in general seeing that like opera being something that has a largely white audience um and it's marketed towards our audience uh, being the people filling up the concert halls for something like this. You know, like, it's. I feel like it's just, like, a terrible attempt at trying to, quote-unquote, tell black stories. Because, one, it's not even, y'all literally making up a white person to insert in the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and, two, like, you're doing all of this to serve and to present in front of an audience that is predominantly white. And it's just going to be, like oh look at this like it's just gonna like it, it feels like it's just for entertainment mm-hmm. and then these people are just gonna go home and just go about their business like oh look how sad everything was now it's 2022 and it's like i don't understand like it's just not giving so to me that's where she there were several places they went wrong I mean, and now, so after you said it, like, okay, so she wrote her little play. First of all, it's a little concerning that her play was award-winning for the same reasons, because it's like, you know how, like, TV shows do that thing? Like, every TV show does it. There's not one TV show that doesn't have a character, like, a white character, so, so like, white people can identify with them. Like, even, even, like, the black is, like, Okay, maybe not. Okay, I was gonna say I was gonna say a different world, but I forgot that character did not come back because I can't even remember her name. So, um, but even like Insecure did it. Like every show does has a character like that. That's what it's giving. It's giving like okay, like let's tell the t- story of Emmett Till, but like let's make it comfortable for you, like or let you, like, you have something to like latch onto. And I feel like that's really unnecessary because people never consider black people when they do stuff like that. For one, and for two, if you want to do a reimagining. If you want to, like, do something different and unique with a story, why don't you use a character that's already there or a person that was already there and just tell it from their perspective? So instead of telling it from Emmett or from telling it from, like, or t- telling it from Mammy, like, why don't you tell it from, like, his gra- his grandmother or his friend down the street or, like, whatever. Like, that's what, that's what you could have done if you were going to even do this anyway because I feel like... It, you, I don't feel like you should be writing about, writing about, writing about it for entertainment. I feel like that's kind of weird to me. I think that's kind of, um, 
weird. So I don't. That's I thought that was the first thing. So even though you adapted it, like you're just taking a play and you're making it for opera, right? Like I understand that, but it's also like I don't know the whole white character thing. Just don't sit right with me. Especially as a white person, and then then like like you said, um, I, the theme that the that she's apparently going for is like highlighting how white silence is like harmful. But at the same time, it's like you've created this quote unquote well meaning white person because the only other white people in this situation are freaking monsters, and so like that's not something that you want to present in front of this audience because you're because you don't want to make them too uncomfortable and honestly even even though you're trying to drive home the point of white silence being um harmful and destructive it's still a a watered down version of like this absolute like monstrosity that these white people committed like the reality is they murdered a child they tortured and kidnapped tortured and murdered a child and um that is the story and um a lot of people like to believe that oh well we wouldn't have been or oh that couldn't have been me and whatever but in reality those are the people those are the relatable characters for y'all as relatable as it's Mm -hmm. gonna get for that time period and that's something that you you are simply just going to have to accept also like the more i think about it like i just don't understand how what okay you can explain it to me i don't okay when i think about when i think about emma i don't think about white silence i think about like what you said i think about terrible horrible people killing a child so run it back to me like i'm being for real i'm being for real run it back to me like how white silence even belongs in this story unless you're talking about the lady that lied but to me that's not silence that's you lying right so i'm confused as to even the interpretation even like the interpretation of the story having it just gives that like we need to put a little cushion in for the, for the white audience you know what i'm saying like it doesn't really give because white white silence isn't present to me when it comes to Emmett i don't know maybe i'm maybe i'm being ignorant like i i see like the monsters you talked about and that lion hoe that's that's it like <laughs> <laughs> this is not funny like, why are you laughing um no i just did not know you was gonna yeah, put sorry. it that way because every i'm time, praying every time i think no sorry about, girl fuck her every time i think every time i think about like yeah and like i understand like i understand that like you don't want like oh my people wouldn't like that my like, yo, your grandpa probably was like that you know what i'm saying and it's just like it just is what it is like i i, I mean my my ancestors aren't colonizers so i don't i don't know what y'all are dealing with but um i feel like you shouldn't want to be comfortable i feel like that's that's the whole problem with this whole everything not just like with everything everything we're doing y'all just want to be comfortable comfortable. that's why nothing nothing happens no change happens we just be talking to we blue in the face as my mama like to say um i just don't i just don't get the whole somebody somebody dm me i don't get white silence in the story this gives like i needed to i need to put a little cushion in because wasn't nobody silent in the story she was flapping her lips telling lies um and that's how this whole thing started and then they wasn't even silent after they got acquitted they admitted that they did it so it wasn't no silence to be had and somebody pointed out that the fact that this woman's still walking the earth um everybody knowing that she lied she could go watch this opera see like girl didn't she admit to wasn't that recent news mm-hmm. within the past like 10 years within the yeah 
She should have been in the shackles that very day. Girl. So, um, another observation that someone pointed out that I didn't even realize because I didn't even I didn't even really bother to open the press release and like look at the whole setup of the situation. But somebody pointed out a really, really, really good point about the fact that the person and and as a side note, like Black Opera Alliance put out a a statement about this as well and they acknowledged like that although that they feel for the black people who are involved in this production the composer is black and um um, the conductor is going to be tanya leon who literally won a pulitzer last year um the composer tanya leon she's going to conduct this and there's also going to be a talk back at the end which father god um with terrence mcknight from wqxr but um then of course there's there's a black cast um not the lead though but um they they release a statement you know acknowledging the black people in the opera and you know there are a lot of reasons why someone would accept a a position like this and you know they weren't trying to be on their head but um of course they denounced the opera but um that's a side note to what somebody brought up was that the person playing Emmett Till that they cast in Emmett Till is a full-grown adult and that kind of goes into the depiction of Mm. uh, this story of of depicting black children as adults um as older than they are as as bigger than they are as more threatening than they Mm. are and um and the reality is he was a child Mm. he was 14 yeah and if y'all were gonna cast him in something like this y'all should have shown the realities of that Cause there are fourteen year olds that sing opera, mm-hmm. and it, but you got a grown a grown man playing Emmett Till, and that's not realistic. What the heck? And I was like, that's a very that's very a, good point. Yeah. I didn't even, I did not even bother to like open and see. Oh, who playing Emmett? Like, see, y'all be smart. This is why last episode I was talking about getting a PhD. I'll be over here do, 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 just okay, radio silence in my head between my ears. But absolutely, that's that all was, I was in like, my head, girl. I don't think I've ever had a coherent thought. Like, so it's like, just it ain't nothing but elevator music <laughs> <laughs> between my ears. I'm telling you, like I'm telling you, you, you rattle around some beans in a can. That's what that's what it sounds like. Girl, I'm telling you, about the heavy rattling. Any <laughs> any little any little thing that take thought, I'll be like, wow. Like, are y'all exhausted? Is it hot in here? Are y'all hot? <laughs> like, Telling you, man. when your computer start making that whirring sound, that's what <laughs> right. When my com- right when your uh, computer starts sound like an air fryer, that's what it sound like in my head all the time. Like y'all be making these observations, that I'll be like, oh, for real. Like that's a very good point. Um, and and it goes into, I mean, like I said, maybe, um, it's just because we didn't really look into that that part of it. Cause we was all, I was we clearly was both already off of this at the beginning of seeing it we was already like nope um but this is another that's just another oversight in terms of like just telling telling the story and and how we view just black people um but yeah beyond that i mean i feel like we've seen lately not just in um in opera like this whole concept of telling black stories has become just telling black trauma 
Yeah, and I'm, I was we were trying to trace it like when we were planning for this, like where it started, because it was like it's like where did where did this start? You know what I'm saying? Because we went from a we went from the golden age of black TV and and black cinema to all of a sudden, literally every major movie that comes out that has black people is some type of black trauma, and that's why I low key high key believe that. Um, the reason why Black Panther did so well uh, in so many ways, there's so many reasons for that. One of the main ones is because finally we don't have to see no, we don't have to see nobody getting killed. We don't have to see no depictions and stuff. And it's not, and like I said earlier, it's not about like not knowing our history and stuff like that. Like obviously like no shade to Ava, like the Central Park five story should be told and whatever like that. Like, um, but it's like literally every major thing that comes out is is some type of black trauma thing like it's literally a trend like i feel like the most recent one is women of the movement um which tells the story of emmett till from his mother's perspective but like everything like everything is black trauma everything is like oh and then this happened to black people ain't this sad and it's like where did it start like what was the first one i can't like because it had to be like it had to there had to be one and then did really well and then people was like okay what else can we tell what oh uh, who got lynched well 12 years a slave did quite well mm. quite well and i think that one messed my head so much wow. i never saw 12 years a slave because i just don't <laughs> literally no chance in hell i would ever watch Girl, that movie. Don't. i won't even recommend it because even the way they set him up nah Mm-mm. you couldn't even freaking pay me you could not pay me to see that movie i'm so, like Father God. And then my cousin Loki tricked me into seeing the Central Park Five because I was not gonna watch it. I was not gonna watch it, and I thought it was there was another black thing out at the same time. She's like, "Girl, let's watch this thing." And I'm like, "I'm thinking it's that." And I'm at her house. I watched the whole thing. I didn't sleep for weeks. For weeks, Girl. didn't sleep for weeks. Especially like a lot of those, yeah, a lot of those stories on that. Freaking sick to my stomach thinking about that. Girl. Like, yeah, and I just feel like a lot of part of it, like they saw some incredible performances of black people from black people mm. and it's like yeah girl give them just they that doesn't mean that's the only type of role that they can play i wonder if it was like y'all saw lupita and yongo which came first what we just say a fruitville station um i guess will be 12 years a slave i don't really i never i mean i've heard of that name but i don't really know nothing about fruitville station you were saying about lupita but it's like she gave this performance in in Twelve Years a Slave, and y'all was like, "Ooh!" Mm-hmm. And it's like it was a very successful movie, but it's like that doesn't mean like you can see just how how those two things are conflated. Like every time it's a Black History Month something, it's like watch this, and it's like mm-hmm. Twelve Years a Slave, and like they came out the same phew. year. So they saw that and it was like, oh, period. What else? Who else got lynched? Right. Who else got shot? And it's just like, Father God, like. And they throw us a bone. What's that? Um, what's that space movie? What's that space movie with um Taraji? Oh, hidden figures. Yeah, they throw us a bone with that, and then we they circle right back on to the help. So it's just like you can't even get a little break. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And the help was another really big one. The help is, I would say, falls more under, um, like white savior mm. movies. 
I don't remember the storyline um, at all. I just remember that pie scene. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. I, I feel like I saw the help in theaters. Mm. I don't remember. Yeah, I haven't seen it since. Yeah, but it's just like I feel like that's that is the narrative. I feel like that people a lot of people have like associated and like I feel like it, it lucky be making people feel good about themselves because they feel like we're so far removed from it and it's because they kind of set it in this very like like it's always I don't know like it, I feel like people feel like they're so far removed from it and to be able to see it on on screen and see the worst of the black experience on on screen mm-hmm. like I feel like it juxtaposes with like their daily interactions they see with black people and they think like oh yeah yeah it's not that bad now because all you see on screen is black people getting choked and, and murdered and mm-hmm. just all of this heinous stuff and it's like I feel like that's okay taken away from like what's actually going on and which y'all, y'all ought to be taken away from the issues that black people face like you don't even need to make this stuff up. Like yeah. I said, you could turn on the news. Even I never saw the hate you give, to be honest. Neither did I. Um, I didn't see a point. Cause why? Yeah, I was just like, cause why would I watch that? Oh. I just, ugh. yeah, the last, the one I drew the line. I had drawn the line a long time ago, and then one that took me by surprise that I forgot to, to w- read the synopsis. The one time I forgot to read the synopsis before I go to a movie was Queen of Slim. And mm. that was, uh, I don't remember the last one I saw before Queen of Slim because I usually can only do one movie every couple years. So I really don't remember the last one I saw before that that was like jacked up. But that was the last thing for me. I was like, actually, Lena Waits, if I ever see you on the street, because <laughs> like, why would you do that like ugh, the, the anxiety gosh. would kill me from that so i knew i, I knew, freaking i had I just, a fig- i figured i knew how it would end but it's not about knowing it's about how it happened so it's like exactly i i knew i wouldn't be able to watch that um girl i don't yeah i, I guess it makes them feel like we made more progress when you see black people suffering on screen like that but then it's like or you could just go outside and see the same thing you know what i'm saying and i feel like what i what i've gleaned from certain white people is that like since that since we can drink from the same water fountain now um it's like y'all good right like that's it um and even even if it might be small i feel like a lot of this media like helps with that because like you really think like I mean they still lynch people girl and they have that at the lynch theater is that supposed to be a pun not a pun yeah I'm like y'all couldn't have booked nowhere else nowhere else nowhere else it was available nobody's middle school auditorium even I was like that just seems a little like like it like of all the theater I'm sorry yeah. y'all couldn't find nowhere, nowhere else, else. It just was, it's not giving I mean, girl, do it at a community center before you do it there. No, I'm just like, uh. You think they're going to go through with it? 
I have no idea, and I'm kind of just like, because we done brought up all these titles of these terrible movies that now I'm thinking about it. I'm just like, uh, about it now, because some of them I've seen, some of them I haven't. Look of all the ones that we talk about, the only one I've seen is Queen of Sun, but still, like, just, I'm just really pissed at myself for not reading the synopsis. That was literally years ago, so it doesn't matter anymore, but still, like, I'm just very annoyed that this is the, the like what we're seeing of black people like everywhere we turn is this and the fact that like when stuff like this does actually happen in real life now all of a sudden it's well you know if you guys were just more peaceful or if you just you know why you gotta tear up the store and maybe if you pulled your pants like, up exactly like girl you didn't see it in the movie y'all don't listen y'all don't listen if we ask nicely so like y'all see it in the movie and think we so far removed but then when it happens in real life you just, like it's it's a disconnect so obviously mm-hmm. these movies are not doing what y'all claim they're they're supposed to do and it's like i think what people think about like well not um not specifically opera but i feel like when it comes to movies and stuff they don't think like positive black stuff is gonna sell but look at girls trip Girls Trip was not. Girls Trip, they went to New Orleans. They had a good time. And that was it. That was the premise of the movie. And it did numbers. So much so that they wanted to do Girls Trip too, but they just, I think the, the, the pandemic had slowed them down. But it's just like, it sells. Y'all just want, y'all just see black people a certain way. And that's the stories you want to tell. But like, why can't we have an opera? I don't know about something positive. I mean, I, I don't feel like all opera is tragic. I can't think but of one. But no. Huh? But not really. I can't. I'm, try, I'm trying to think I mean, to wasn't the whole point of opera boofa for it to be silly? Oh, yeah, and right. I don't like, I can't name any opera boofas. Unless Magic Flute. Is Magic Flute opera I, I mean, probably. It's been, it's been a while it's since really that, that section of, of music history. And Lord knows I wasn't really paying attention that hard. Because I'm, I'm not a big opera person. But. I just feel like write something and I, I don't know but there's definitely some popular ones i want to say rossini probably wrote a couple i mean i guess a barbara like, is tragic mm. it's not it's just about this dude going around lying yeah um so yeah i guess so it doesn't have to be write something funny and also yeah it's just like even if all operas have been tragic it's like girl that was hundreds of years ago like <laughs> Who's going to stop us <laughs> if we want to write one that's not? Well, now all of a sudden, now Mozart come back and you, and you take away all your pens and now you can't write nothing? Like, And it's like, okay, you want to, okay, you don't want to write an opera from scratch. Find a play. and Or, like, there's so much great, I mean, let me try to remember. Yeah, why don't you make an opera out of Raising in the Sun? Has that been done? Like, there are plays. Oh, Raising in the Sun? Is it tragic? It's not tragic, but it's not happy. <laughs> but it's also it's not black trauma, right? I don't remember. I haven't read *Raising the Sun* since high school. Is it black trauma it. *Raising the Sun*? I read it's, it like maybe two years ago. It's sad though. I mean, it's I mean, yeah, I mean, they living in poverty and stuff, but it's not. It's not like it's not like tragic. It's not like, ooh, but they do like they was trying to get the house in the white neighborhood and the white people's. Oh yeah, never mind. Don't do that. Next to the white, the black people. Don't do so, that. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. Don't get no ideas now. <laughs> I thought raising the sun was just about. I got I confused because we had a couple of plays in high school. Sun, right? Yeah. 
we had a couple ways in high school i'm like is that the glass menagerie or is that don't sorry anyway um i haven't read don't drag me i have read raising the sun i bet you how many people who listen to this have also have read it to check you anyway so but i just saw a reason that someone's about them being poor i don't remember i don't remember i mean yeah it's about to be poor but there's also there's a little racism stuck in there but that's you know byproduct of the situation i don't really think it's like the center for the the main yeah i just remember them being i remember them being poor somebody had a dream because that's where the the metaphor came from some didn't the girl want to be like a dancer or something I don't remember all them details. I read the I read a Raising the Sun on a flight because it's very short. Um, I read it on a flight on my way home. <laughs> oh, yeah, I literally I read it when I was fourteen. From school, um, you know I don't read a lot of fiction, so I can't give y'all a whole lot of ideas. I had a low key little opera idea, it's not very fleshed out. And then I tweeted something about like, oh man, I want to try a libretto, and then two composers was like, hey girl, and I was like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I mean, girl, tweet it again. <laughs> I was like, whoa, 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 because I'm like, dang, now I'm gonna have to to do it. I'm I have no idea how to approach something like that. I have no idea. So we gonna see. Like, low key, I want to write one because I feel like low key, and I and low key, I left them already. So I gotta respond. I gotta respond. I gotta respond. Hey y'all, if y'all, listen, I want to write one because you back. can't convince me that you can't write an opera about something And there can be tragic moments in it. It don't have, but it, it could be like my god he cheated on me now nah, oh my god yeah. he getting lynched you know what i'm saying like there's a yeah. there's a <laughs> like yeah there's a scale you know what i'm saying like and like like in fire shut up in my bones like there's uh, an obvious tragedy in there but that obvious tragedy like is not something that is because like he a lot of the struggles that he had like of course there was that theme of like being a boy of peculiar grace like for a boy of his race like that that was a factor but like when you're talking about what happened to him like that's not yeah a trauma that is a black trauma yeah you know that is a trauma that uh, that can happen to anyone um and then there were also moments of uh black joy in that um with the church scene and stuff and even though you know he tried to get saved and he said it didn't stick but still like and there was like humor in it like it yeah. was just like there was like a huge like it was very tragic i cried i've seen the opera three times and i cried every time but there was still like you know when he lost his virginity talking about oh my mama my man now she's like yeah i heard like it's just <laughs> like you know like they be throwing stuff in there and it's just like you know like even something like that like not everything gotta be oh the opera is once upon a time we skipped up a hill together and then we skipped down at the end like we not it don't have to be that but like (laughs) and if you can't fathom seeing black characters on stage without going through something tragic then like you got a lot of unpacking to do with a licensed professional because i would love to see that's why black people literally be begging graveling on their knees can we get a black superhero? Can we get a black wizard? What if Hogwarts was black? Like, the girls want to see it. You know, y'all just don't yeah. want to do. Y'all don't think it's gonna sell. Y'all don't think. I don't. And I'm like, okay. Like, one thing that's how you know you don't know black people because one thing about black people they're gonna show for black people. I even I saw this this comedy sketch where she was like, <laughs> she was like. I hate when the black movies don't be good because it's like, dang, like, I really don't want to see Madea, but I got to go see Madea. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, oh, Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry had another thing. I guess I'm finna go. You know, because, like, you don't want to see it, but it's just like, black people show up to black things. That's why 
freaking when we play Mendelssohn Scherzo, who got the biggest applause of the night? Adam, when he carried that, that, when we played, what's it called? You know what I'm talking about, that piece? Daphne and Chloe? Nah. What's a Scherzo in? Midsummer Night's Dream. We played that whole thing. We played it, <laughs> we played it top to down. With our, we didn't have no narrator, but we played it top to down, right? Bob standing everybody up. Adam get the biggest applause because he plays like he has a he has a solo. It's basically a solo. The whole scare is Adam. Black people show up to when Kalina sold the house out when she made her MSO debut. You don't know black people if you don't think they're not gonna show up. Now they might drag it like they are gonna drag Medea. Did I tell you I try to watch Medea? That's all you. Girl, no. Okay, I made it. I, I didn't do it to support Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry does not need my support. I'm sorry. He has so much money. See, I just contradicted I just contradicted myself. But I'm not talking about Tyler. I'm talking about like okay, Ava. I'm like show. like Abbott Elementary is a yeah, great like, example. That's a that. great. I'm finna watch. I'm behind, but I'm finna watch. But like I tr- okay, so I try right Mm-mm. because what, I, the Medea thing, girl. Because first of all, like you know, I've been getting, into, I've been like interested. Not like I ain't right for real nothing. I just like I've been like interested in like little screenwriting and stuff. Because like I watched Issa Little Math class. I watch Ava's. You know, I, I got my little. I got a little. Um, I was about to say. I think I got some more guest passes. I'm a chick. Girl, send just send them to, to me you because please. when you send them to me, girl, I was down bad. I was like, I can't add nothing else to my plate. So send it to me. I'm, I want to get a yeah. masterclass sub- subscription, but I I gotta wait until it makes financial sense to do so. Like if we could if you could play monthly for it, I would do it. But I, I can't. You can't? Be, no. Oh. Well, girl, let me see because every time I sign in there, they're talking about you got three guest passes. So if they let me send them to the same person over and over again, then you really don't have to get one because every time I sign in there, they're talking about you got three. So girl. <laughs> even after the other ones expire, now you got some new ones. Like like honestly, like I want one, and I actually got one. And the next day, I was like, I wrote them. I'm like, no, y'all got to remember my money back. Because it's just like, <laughs> I got bills to pay. I'm not saying you don't. I'm just saying, like, it just doesn't make sense for me right now. But, like, I got my little screenwriting software. Like, I've been interested. So, like, when I when I watched it, it's like when you start learning about this stuff, it's like, nothing makes sense. There's no beats. There's no motivation. The writing is bad. And then it's like, I made it about 20 minutes. And I said I would go back and try again. But it's like... When I saw like the same jokes that he was writing ten years ago, like the grandpa I forgot his name Joe. When Joe was like having problem, like having difficulty saying a word, I was that's when I clicked off. But it's not funny. <laughs> the like the five the five minutes in, Mister Brown is out is on fire outside because he's lighting a grill. It's just like little stupid character things. Like Mister Brown is like somehow so freaking stupid for no reason. Cora is like there but like somehow she's smarter than everybody else but she puts up with her family I don't get it I was like girl I didn't even make it I made it I didn't make it far as far as I thought I was gonna make it I thought I was gonna watch the whole thing but I just it was it was cringy but um what I was saying is that like black people show for black people every time so it's just like you don't know black people you think you can't write you uh, have you a little uh tv show about like four black wizards Girl, are you kidding? Who not finna? Yeah, people will be here for that because, like, um, what was I finna say? That was my consideration with going to see the Central Park Five Opera. Was like, okay, what's the Black Opera? Like, I feel like I should go see it, yeah. but then I was just like, girl, the Central Park Five. Like, I really just, I, it's really not giving. Especially after this conversation, now it's first back on my mind. I simply like, I just don't know. Um, but um, also like. 
yeah girl yeah i've seen black panther like seven times like girl was in there googling who's that who's that and literally we like the only person i recognize is spider-man like because <laughs> he, he got a spider on his chest and he's a man so like girl i was like i remember like i don't know okay for one of them did we go with someone else we went richard we went Richard to see one of the Avengers, one of the like movies, the one that came after when that took place partly in Wakanda. Which, first of all, why y'all can't see the moment they open their doors, y'all like, hey, how about we have this massive battle over here? Y'all, all y'all do is take, take, take. Anyway, see, <laughs> right out of all of the the whole planet, y'all have it in Wakanda. Right, Girl. the second they open their doors, oh my god! I was, I feel like I was talking to Peyton. Was it Peyton? It was somebody. It was somebody black, but it, I think it was Peyton. And we had maybe just seen the Avengers, something like that. And I was like, okay, we have to go watch it again because I don't know who this is. Like, there was some girl with like her hair laid, and he was melting in his skin. He was so frustrated with me because I feel like he's like a he know about that stuff. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. And then it's some girl, and then Estefan's also like that. And we were, we were driving to a gig, and I was like, I don't know, some girl with some green. You know what I'm talking about? And he was like, Katie, does she go? No, I'm scared. <laughs> He was like, "Hey, you just please stop, just stop, stop talking." Because like, I showed up because there was black, you know what I'm saying. So now we in the theater googling like, "Ooh, like what is this?" We was literally got our phones literally. out like, that? And like low key a little bit dozing off the first time until we got to Wakanda. We're like, "Okay, here's what." Because I feel like it was like in the last it was taking third. a long time. Yeah, it was like in the last half or last third of the movie. Like, girl, we came for Wakanda. Like for real, <laughs> and then I heard them drums. I was like, "Hey, this a mess." Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't understand like where this where this came from. Like, black people gonna show up. That's why. That's why. Um, even all that like hairdresser stuff going on. That's why so many. I feel like so many black women put up with it. Okay. You need a hundred dollar deposit, and I can't be fifteen minutes late. You need your own hair and your own this and your own that. Girl, I guess I'm finna go through and get these braids. It's just like black people show for black people because ain't nobody else showing up for us. So once y'all understand that, like write something good. Because yeah, I never thought like no superhero movie would would do it for me. But man, Black Panther was just freaking incredible. Like to see a black. A superhero and like just yeah it was just a lot it was very emotional to see black panther like right and you you, you at ease you know ain't nobody gonna get shot i mean he did get hurt well, but like it was different oh you mean in the in the movie i was about to say because you remember the first time we saw it i kind of ran out the theater because don't eat that was ridiculous no it was not he looked like just a type okay. there was there was a there was a white guy in there and he was a, like he had that loner look you know just the type that be on the news talking about he was a loner <laughs> you know? like you y'all know what y'all know what he looked like y'all know exactly you got the picture in your head right Delaney. now Delaney after. i was like let me ran out that theater like literally we no because he was looking around he was walking too slow he was hanging back i like i was like nah i'm not about to look better safe than sorry and this is exactly where you would come because you know it's a lot of black people about to come here and see this movie you know that is and true. exactly and that's a, a real fear in the united states of america there have been mass shootings in uh in movie theaters before and y'all be going to places where it's gonna be y'all be driving in the crowds going to schools library like all of that and i'm just like and sometimes i'd be nervous being in large concentrations of black people because i feel like something about to happen something about to pop off because like 
Girl. Y'all be just like old dude who sat in the church. Yeah. Sat and prayed alongside people. And then and sprayed them with bullets. Children in there. Like, that's freaking insane. So, yeah. I, I tailed it out of there. <laughs> <laughs> because he looked... You remember what he looked like, Katie? It, it actually don't matter. Yeah, about he look, <laughs> it, it does not matter. Just the type. They always... Oh, well, you know, he's this and he that. And, yeah, because you did by yourself while you friends. Yeah. I ain't like, really see him. I just saw the lady walking fast. I'm like, are you okay? I'm gonna be like, you okay? I just he had his hands in his pocket. Yeah. See, I don't even want to think about it. I mean, anytime I go somewhere, like every time we have a concert, I'd be like, what did they start shooting in here? I think about it every because time. it's like you just never freaking know. Yeah, and we doing you really just never know. It's everywhere in grocery stores. Yeah. Like it's bad. It's really really bad here. Amen. Let me not even let me not put that in my mind. I'm probably because yeah. like we doing Beethoven nine this week, but we doing it with all the soulless are black, so you know it's gonna be a lot of black people there. Like it's just like uh, it just sucks. We have to think about that in like the regular places, church, the grocery, the grocery store. store. What, what, who? Okay, the grocery store. Did that actually happened. Like I feel like at the beginning. Of this yeah, year, the beginning of this year happened in Collierville, which is like twenty minutes from here. Oh, for real? Mm-hmm. There, was a, there was another one last year. It's just so many. Like, I I, will, I left the rehearsal and my phone was blown up. I'm like, are, are we good? It's Thursday or Tuesday, whatever like, day. Girl, if you don't get your Eggo waffles and get up out of here, why the grocery store? Like, yeah, it's really good. Y'all do anything, so. Well, yeah. Anyway, this has been a sufficiently depressing episode. Hope you're having a good day. Move it on. Yep. All right, y'all. It's time for Black Excellence, where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props because there's room for everyone at the top. This week, I'm talking about Robert Reed. So, um, Robert Reed has been announced as the new executive director of the Madison Symphony Orchestra in Madison, Wisconsin. Um, he has the same title currently because he don't start till June 6th. He has the same title currently with the Plano Symphony Orchestra, which is in Texas. And he has previously worked in orchestral administration um, in Tucson. Tuscan? It's Tucson. Tucson. Kansas City, Jackson, San Francisco, Buffalo, New York, and Nashville, and um, among um, other places. Um, he's excited because he was like, you know, this is kind of like a small town or whatever. Well, Madison's not a small town, but it's like the orchestra has a big budget and like they're doing well so it just shows that the town like um loves loves orchestra and he's excited to be doing some uh amazing things uh let me scroll down to his bio this is getting i'm sorry but you know what <laughs> we move <laughs> uh reed is a, a native of louisville um and he earned his bachelor's and master's degree in music performance um in clarinet from the University of Cincinnati, their music conservatory, um, and I think I'm really yeah, they got a lot of C's in that title. Cause I tried to start. You see, 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 see. It's like yeah, okay, girl, we get, get it. it right. Like <laughs> I was, I was going. It's literally three. It's, not it's actually not hard at all. But they be they all right next to each other. Yeah, but period. Shout out to a black person, a black man in um in a leadership role. 
And Madison's a cool little town. We love to see it. Um, damn, auditions coming up, low key. Um, okay. It conflicts with some, unfortunately. So okay, come on, book the busy period. Yeah, piece of the week. I do. Um, on today, apparently it's Box's birthday. You know, I don't pay attention to such things, Again? but. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that's what they tell me, and and his uh, the prelude to Sweet Number Two, which is my favorite, it is? Uh, my favorite, huh? It is my favorite movement, not my favorite overall suite. Mm, um, my favorite overall suite is Number Three, but um, but also it's not like I could. I, there's some suites I'm not as familiar with, but I'm familiar with at least some of every suite. Mm-hmm. But still, love Sweet Number Two, and it's come up on my timeline twice a day, once on Instagram. Um, and once on Twitter, which by the way they were both violists, so um, yeah. But that's gonna be my piece of the week. Prelude to Sweet oh, Number Two, March twenty first, sixteen eighty five. Dang. Oh, no, I'm just playing. Sixteen eighty five. Sixteen eighty five, big dog. Like, was it what that uh, when Kevin Hart was talking to Don Cheadle? He was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> That was hilarious when he was like, I didn't mean it. He's like, I know what you, I know how you said it. No, what I said was damn. I'm like, no, you said darn. <laughs> no, see, you're you're putting words in my mouth. What I said was damn. You know what? Y'all have I a knew you were gonna say comment. that. I knew you were gonna say that. You are so annoying. But um I loved like that reminded me like I did something I did something similar to Nikki a couple couple days ago. She was like, "Did you just gaslight me for I what? Bet. What was the purpose of gaslighting me over nothing?" I'm like, "Girl, you gotta keep on your toes." You know, I'm starting, I'm starting to not keep on your toes. You're terrible. <laughs> I'm starting a support group but, for Katie's friends. For what? See, right here, just admitted that she gaslighted people. Now she now she trying that to talk about for what? Incident. I don't gaslight her all the time. Anyway, see, it don't have to be all the time. Relax, relate, time. release. All right, thank you so much for listening to Classic Black Podcast. If you, have, I don't know, <laughs> relax, relate, release. No, I do know. Thank you so much for listening to Classic Black Podcast. <laughs> don't forget to follow us on social media, Classic Black Podcast. Oh, that's okay. See, that was that was the gap. If you have a piece of the week suggestion, a black excellent suggestion, or an intermission suggestion, we got to do Amari's intermission. We got to do that next week. Because it's been a year. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. You hear that? Okay? We're going to do it. Cause, and it's March. Is it still going to be March for the next episode? Probably not. Well, you know, but we're going to try. We're going we gonna to try. Uh, classic Black Podcast at gmail.com. At Classic Black Podcast. If you're black, join ISBM at isblackmusicians.com. Yep, at Eyes Black Musicians on social media. This was riveting, and we will see y'all next week. Bye, y'all. Bye.